Welcome to the Up Level Dairy Podcast. This is the podcast for dairy owners, managers, and their trusted advisors who are seeking their next level of performance, success, and resilience in the dairy farming business. I'm your host, Peggy Coffeen, and it's my mission to bring you the voices and share with you the stories of thought leaders that will help you to take your operation, your teams, and most importantly, yourself to the next level of business, leadership, management, and life. Could your next team leader be in your milking parlor right now? How about your next top manager or even a future business partner? Daniel Omar Guerrero has developed the skill of identifying high potential employees and empowering them to be leaders and managers at Drake Dairy in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. In fact, he's been so successful that the dairy is hitting its best numbers ever. And Omar will tell you that his phone rarely rings with an employee issue. That's something most dairy managers can only dream of. And Omar knows the value of this firsthand as he came here from Mexico more than 20 years ago, started out as a milker himself, and today is a business partner and owner with Jim and Brian Drake in this 3,000 cow dairy operation. Welcome, Omar. How you doing? Thanks for the invitation. Yes, so glad to have you joining us today. And in our time with you today, Omar, I've asked you to share the three top leadership traits that you look for in employees and what you do every day to empower people to take ownership in their work and strive for success. And so our sponsor of this episode is Uplevel Dairy Podcast, founding partner Adiseo, a global leader in nutritional solutions and premier provider of rumen-protected methionine for dairy producers who want to optimize milk production, capture more value from components, and maintain the health of their high-performing herds. So, Omar, you've said it yourself, Drake Dairy is hitting some of its best numbers ever with production and repro, and yet your phone rarely rings at a shift change. What makes this possible? you got to develop a good skills in communication, listening, and uh, be honest with them. So mm. you got to tell the truth, whether it's good or bad. From 2016 to this time, we've been under 100 somatic self uh, herdsmen too, you know, we got a, um, one of the high reproductions, um, I think in the country and, um, you know, maternity guys, we run a phenomenal numbers there. I think we're running right now 1% uh, DOAs. So, wow. you know, it's everybody is engaging in their area what, you know, I develop and like I said, we keep developing and make things working better all the time. And Omar, just to recap a little bit of what you shared with us. So it sounds like 2016 was a a year that marked some growth and expansion at the dairy. And with that growth and expansion came the need to have more leaders in place on your teams. You knew that you couldn't continue to do as much yourself. So that next step was to figure out how to empower people that were already within your organization to take them to their next level. And so it 
one of the first places you started for yourself was uh, digging into John Maxwell and his leadership teachings. And then you took those teachings from John Maxwell and implement them every single day with your with your team. That's become a lot of the culture at Drake Dairy are tapping into the skill sets that you already possessed yourself, but were continually sharpening and continually honing in through your thirst and your desire to keep learning. And so uh, you identified too then these three top skill sets for the people that are on your team that you could see they had the potential to really step up and and you were that person that encouraged them to do that. So you looked for the uh, those that had strong people skills, good listening skills, and good communication skills. And so, so tell me a little bit more what, for the other managers out out there that are listening to this podcast, they may have some incredible potential on their team right now. So if they're looking for those good people skills, uh, what, what are some of the ways that that shows up? What are the things that you're looking for when you're looking for those people skills? Can you define that a little bit more? Well, you know, uh, when I always start when you give a trust to these guys, you know, when mm -hmm. you start trust them and sometimes they start developing you know themselves because you give ownership and something you know i trust you here this is yours and and uh one of the one of the other skills um i look is uh you know how good they trust the, the other ones under them you know mm -hmm. if they want to keep doing everything themselves so they uh start developing our guys under them you know uh -huh. and that's when you know when i put in charge i say so now your uh your homework is you know trying to think how do you got to develop the other guy under you to bring it you know maybe better than you or you know just as good as you and you know i kind of watch these managers they, they start to see if they can develop the, those things too they start trusting their their people and push it push it up you know yeah. And so trust looks like extending the ability for those individuals to make decisions when it comes to managing and leading the people that you start to build as a team underneath them, right? So you're giving them the responsibility of making decisions, owning those decisions, and empowering their people that they are mentoring to be a part of that, right? That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know something else, Omar, that you've talked about as well when we've chatted in the past is how it, you involve and engage your your leaders, your managers in decision making and teach them to do the same with the team members that report to them. Um, so, for example, if there's a, a job or a task on the dairy, you spend time actually, you know, asking them what could make your job easier. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, we encourage, um, we have meetings every month and, you know, with the manager have meetings <laughs> every week and with the rest of the employees every month. And we encourage everybody bring ideas of how we can make the things efficient. And I said, talking efficiency is uh, make your job easy. You know, bring in ideas. Everybody's got to write an idea. Everybody discuss together. Same uh, to the managers, you know, bring in ideas. Because most of the good ideas we implemented here that there is uh, with this input for every single one. So we take in consideration every single one, you know, bring yeah. an idea, you know, make it feel important to everybody. 
Like mm. it's part of the business. I, my focus is make feel everybody's a part of the business. I know every single employee. I know what the things they like it, what the things they don't like it. You know, but it's something that I like to do. And as the other managers that kind of develop that same thing, so you need to learn how to read people. It's really important how do you read people because sometimes the way you say things, the body language of that person, it can tell you a lot if he's uncomfortably or he's really receptive of what you're saying and, you know, all those sorts of things. So, you know, it's not paying attention. You got to address it differently. You know, it's just the thing is to make it feel important to every single one. You know, like the managers, the people under these managers, and, you know, even the lady does the cleaning. Yeah. Because everything is getting involved. You know, we hear like a big family. Everybody look for each other, you know. Yeah. And that's a, that's a great example that you just laid out of how you help everyone feel like they're part of the team and that they're important, that they're part of the, part of the team, part of a family, part of the culture there. But um, specifically you go out of your way to make sure everyone feels important. And one of the ways you do that is by asking for that input of what can we do to make your job easier? And so you're teaching your managers to do that. They're asking the folks that report to them. They're asking them that same question. What do you think that does for the culture at Drake Dairy when people just simply know that what they think, how they feel, and their ability to do their job easily, what do you think that means to them and to the culture at Drake Dairy that that you make that intentional effort? Well, I, I want to put this culture, the, a lot of communication, because the communication is the key to the success in any any place. You know, you don't got good communication. That means communication is communicate. Every single one in the dairy, every single one, they got to have a knowledge what the guy's doing. Like I say, even the, the girl does the cleaning and she knows a lot of things going on up here because she get involved in things. And, you know, like I said, when we had our meetings, probably she don't need to be in there, but, you know, I make it participate because I say, okay, you know, for Maria, she does all the cleaning and I see she does a good job, but uh, you have an idea. So what, how we can help with the, the um, uh, bags, you know, with the garbage bags or carry out or uh, let us know. So you can, we can keep the environment clean and nice. So you don't have to work so hard. And so she bring a couple of points and everybody's involved and she'll, so she's listening. So, you know, that's the thing is, you know, even the bottom and, uh, the guy right on the bottom is the same, treated the same, the right and top. You yeah. Know? And that's, Everybody and that's can. how you set the tone, right? And, and yeah, over, yeah. And you do this by leading by example, not just because you go out of your way to make everyone feel important and valued, no matter where they are, what they're doing on the dairy. Um, you're going out of your way to do that. Just as you just as you explained, uh, but I know one of the other things that you do too, Omar, is create um, a culture that brings in a level of energy and enthusiasm. Again, that you lead from the top down. So, what does that look like? How how do your managers bring that same energy and enthusiasm based on the example you set? Like, what are the actions that they take um, to help communicate and replicate that culture throughout the team? Well, uh, you know, one of the things like in our culture, Hispanic culture, is really important. Uh, you know, the good morning, good afternoon, hi, bye, or all the stuff. So, 
everybody's got a you know good morning good morning how you doing uh, you know the simple simple thing you know is just greeting everybody good morning and good morning team or you know these guys uh, just coming with a positive attitude because uh, you guys you start with i mean not everybody deals with the problems the same but one of these guys that i pick up uh be a leaders is because i know they can handle that you know not all the people you know you have problems you deal different with your problems but these guys they understand how important it is to come with a positive attitude to work and that's how they go transmit to their team and that's going to put in a good mood to um you know work that many hours in here at the farm yeah. so it's really really important create a culture that you know positive uh, energy always yeah and always when you say when you say that positive energy and talk about extending that into the culture, Omar, when you say good morning, it's not just a good morning. It's a high energy. We're excited to be yeah. here. Good morning. Or we're excited to be here for the you night Falcon shift, right? That's exactly right. You have to feel it like, hey, good morning, guys. Not like, good morning, guys. You know, you have to transmit it that one. And that's one of the things that, we work with my managers, you know, you got to have that smile always. And, you know, wow. a lot of, one of the, these guys, he always smiles. The, the guys ask me why he always smiles. It's because he's happy. Because <laughs> Cause, it's, cause it's, he's happy coming. to be here. Yeah. yeah. So I it's, say because he's coming to work with a great people like you. I say, it's why I'm happy because I come to work with a great people like you are. It's why. Yeah. Yeah. And look at that. So it's the smile. It's the energy. It's the way that you pick people that can replicate that and spread it among the team. And that's what creates culture. And so how does that, how does that transmit into results? Well, I mean, you just talked about it. You talked about the way that you guys have been able to really just own milk quality and maintain it at a great level for several years now. Um, you guys are continually getting awards for reproduction and the performance yeah. in that way. But, you know, one of the bigger things is quality of life for you as a dairy manager. You're not, you're not getting phone calls all the time either no, right no no and the beginning you know when i started these guys working and they called me and i say okay i said we went through all the training and you know what to do i say i you know i could advise it advice give you advice but you gotta you gotta make decision mm. and now you know they start taking ownership i also oversee i mean but they take ownership and uh, they really like it when i say you make the decision but and they sometimes they got a couple of things they want to sit and talk about. And then I say, well, like I always say, I got to advise you and you you decide from there. So you yeah. got to consider this. And it's like I say, leadership is never ends learning. You got to continue learning and learning because, um, you know, uh, you know, the people change a lot and you got to kind of keep up today with all these people and, you know, what the things they like it, they don't like it, why they feel that way. So it's a lot of a lot of spending time with people. This about mm -hmm. leadership. But yeah. I can tell you the results, it shows the results are really worth it. Because um, you know, sitting with people and and, and talk to them and, and and try to understand how they feel and that they really like what they're doing. Well, trying to create something they got to like and not to hate, you know, I got to milk cows, but we trying to turn around and make it like milk and cows, you know? Yeah. So that's 
milking cows is one of the best things in the in the world is because you got uh, direct contact with the cow you you get to see she's sick or you know you can identify a lot of things and you know it's how you become good and you know learning about cows about yeah. all this stuff. And this goes back to how you make people feel important, right? Not just by making them feel important because of what they're doing, but you're you're showing them how what they do matters. And another thing we do here too, and uh, you know, we kind of give it training to every single one. And the part of we pulling outside and trying to understand uh, the uh, cow treatment side, the maternity side, uh, when they move in cows, so they everybody get get it why they do things and what happened things so they everybody's involved they understand the whole function of the dairy yeah you know and they get interested because they say listen guys anybody wants to come and learn this they're welcome to camp i want you to really to learn as in the future say so some of you guys want to go move somewhere or whatever you got a knowledge that you can share or the people know do you know how to work i said that's my goal they, every single works in drag dairy, they got to know um, how to work with cows and mm -hmm. not just milking cows in every area. And I think when you be mm -hmm. with the people like that, mm -hmm. um, they really like that. You know, like you open and say, well, these guys paying us to come to learn. So when yeah. nobody does that, that stuff. And, you know, it's a cost, like everybody look at it. But, you know, I have a great result because everybody got a knowledge for each one, each, each area. And that's yeah. how they started getting interested in getting developing through the leadership, you know, because they see this, these leaders, they, they come and, and teach things and they really like it, you know, because they take the time when they teach them something. I said, I want you to take your time and teach them well. In the end, we, you know, we put some tests and, and see how they, well, they learn and all the stuff. So just to know that we don't waste the time doing that way. Yeah. So you're really investing time into training and empowering people to take ownership in what they do. And a lot of it just yeah. comes back to spending time with people. Spending time with people, listen, a lot of listening. Yeah. And you know, just keep working with them. Yeah. And, it, you know, Omar, as we talk about where you're at now in this business partnership role with Drake Dairy, you are you're the living example of a high potential employee that worked hard, worked smart in pursuit of your dreams. And Jim Drake, who was the original owner of Drake Dairy, he identified and empowered you more than 20 years ago when you came here with your wife, Raina, as a milker when this dairy was just at about 400 cows. Um, at that time, I've, I've heard the story from you and Jim before. You you didn't speak English. You had just come from Mexico, weren't a citizen. Uh, but what you did have was a dream and a vision. And on that day, more than two decades ago, you had sat down with Jim and a translator and Jim asked you a question. He asked you, why do you want to work here at Drake Dairy? And do you remember how you responded? Yeah, because I want to have the American dream yeah. and I got it, you know. And you do, yeah. I mean, it's about 25 years ago and it's a lot of work. 
lot of it's patience. a lot of work. Yeah. And you know, you worked hard, but you also worked smart and dug not only in with your hands, but in with your mind and continue to do so today. And that is an incredible story. How does it feel now uh, to be living out that American dream? Well, this feels great, you know, but first of all, like, um, you know, Jim, he, he trusts me. He, um, you know, it was, I feel like he was a connection there. I think he was able to read me like, you know, this guy's got potential, but I mean, you know, he was, um, uh, Jim is exceptional people. It's, it's real rare type of people like him. It's, it's just, it's, I could, I see him like my dad, you know, he's very, very nice man. Um, me and him, we've been working together for this many years and his son and those two guys, they're, they're amazing. Yeah. great great people well and, uh, and equally that's why they were able to see your potential yeah, yeah exactly and you know that's the way they, they pay back and that's one of the things i talked to jimmy you know i trying to replicate uh what you did to me to this these people you know because i you give me ownership and it makes me feel important and uh empower me and that's what i'm doing now exactly what he did to me is what i do yeah. You know, just I said, I want to uh, get more knowledge, so be able to develop these guys better than that I was. You know, yeah. Because you know, I was always focused and why what I'm learning, um, not focused really how much money I was making, and that's one of the things that people always focus on how much they're going to make instead of how much they can learn. You know, mm-hmm. what type of knowledge I got to get here. Instead, they say, well, I don't make enough money here or there. You know, just trying to create an environment is what I'm trying to do, too. They create an environment. The people is here, but they're here for a knowledge, a lot of knowledge, too. Not just here's what you get paid and, you know, don't leave. Let's pay you more. One of the people stay here because they really want to, They because they're learning. They feel happy. The nice environment. They come to work. And I think it's what we've been creating over these years because, they're you know, well, I don't know if I talk to you about it now. I got another program. They bring in students, you know, because all of a sudden there's a shortage that people here, we can find even milkers and nothing. Yeah. Before you stop, a lot of people over the farms looking for a job now. You know, the last few years uh, we have that. So I developed this program and I started bringing these people, which is really nice. It works out really good. You know, they only come for one year uh, with a visa permit. But I mean, it's, wor- it's been working great because they got a lot of education in agriculture and, and dairy science. So it's been really easy to develop these guys, you know, and into management positions and, uh, you know, uh, help us grow more the dairy yeah. and everything. And so what you're sharing with us, Omar, is a program that you have that helps to bring workers for dairies up to the area and matching them up um, with dairies that need some need some assistance of good qualified labor. But also you're, again, identifying high potential employees um, coming up from Mexico that are educated and have, you know, leadership skills that you continue to hone and develop. And so, you know, really this, you're able to have this whole other business because once again, um, you've invested this time in your team at, at the at Drake Dairy. So you're able to have this business of helping other dairies and helping other uh 
other high potential employees get their start in a dairy career here in the U.S. Uh, but it all goes back to what you've invested time and energy and knowledge in identifying and empowering the people on your team, just like Jim Drake did for you. That's exactly right. That's, that's what I'm doing here, you know, trusting people, empowering people, have great communication and listen to these guys, you know. And that goes back to why things are going well. Good milk quality, good repro, good animal health. And at the end of the day, a team you can depend on and a phone that doesn't ring. No, and that's why, you know, it's very, very important you give the ownership and you don't have to micromanage those guys, you know. You see they have your meetings and, okay, let's see their results. That's why you discuss together with them and what can improve those results. Because, you know, leadership is always learning and improving things and improve yourself. So that's one of the things we got. Like today, we got one meeting with all the uh, managers. You know, we got to see what can improve, what things they can a little slip out and how we can improve that. They prevent for happening and, you know, just giving more power and more knowledge. You know, one of them, they bring in knowledge and trying to analyze those things, what, what happened, you know. And, yeah. and you know, even my even myself, you know, sometimes I I back to my bad habits and I go back and reread those books. You pick that John Maxwell right back up again. Yeah, that, I read it several times, but I still back and you know because it's easy back to your bad habits, especially like in a dairy farm, because there's a lot of things going on in once you know, a lot of moving parts, and it's easy that something go wrong or you get an anxiety and start telling your manager something and you know it's why it's important to keep these meetings and and I do evaluation and they do evaluation myself too yeah. you know how they, how they feel and trust me if I've been a little better because I sometimes I'm busy with all other, other stuff and you know and they bring it up too and I, I want to feedback too so I can like I said I keep improving myself yeah, and that's a, a strong commitment that you have, Omar, and it speaks volumes with the way that it has turned into results and culture and the way that you lead Drake Dairy as a manager and as an owner. And at this point in the Uplevel Dairy podcast, this is a great point to, to step into our Uplevel 5. And this is where I ask you five questions about your next level of performance. And you just talked about the way that you help your team step up to their next level but I have five questions for you. And so first question is this, what does success look like to you? A success for me is uh, making our people successful, develop mm. people. That's success for me. You know, then get to know I make someone successful or someone is leading now a team with success. That's success for me. When I, when I help a farmer, they succeed in their in their farm, you know, like like I talked before, you know, bringing this type of guys, and all of a sudden they call me and say, "Hey, Omar, thanks a lot. They really helped me with uh, the farm. And this that's success for me. When I am, that's my goal basically in life, so make people successful. Mm, success yeah. for me. When I develop more people, they be a uh, good people and uh, work on the, in their houses or personal life or work place. That's that's what I that's uh, I feel. Then really successful. 
Oh, that's great. And mm-hmm. question number two, in three words, Omar, how do you want to show up each day? Happy with, uh, you know, with a good vision for, you know, for that day. Uh, you know, basically just happy because, you know, they vib- when you got positive energy, you know, your vibrations, you know, it just go on and on with all the other people. You know, it's why it's really uh, important for me to be positive in any aspect. Yeah. So not just happy, but positive and able to communicate that and, uh, and, and to spread that with your team and question, um, question number three, who are the thought leaders that you follow? I know you already mentioned your favorite, John Maxwell, any others that you like to lean into Uh for leadership? Uh Really, this is the only one they really like it a lot. Uh, I forgot the name the other uh, other there I read. <laughs> you know, basically, it's the one I I I recommend to everyone, and I think he's the most uh, uh powerful message for leadership that he's got. I think in the world, you know. Yeah. So this is my this is the one I follow most every time. And you've kind of become a bit of a John Maxwell in your own right, Omar, with the way that you lead your people, your team, and have that ripple effect on the dairy and into the community, too. And so question number four, what words do you live by? Trust people and listen and a lot of communication, communication and listening, you know? Yeah, trust, listen and communicate with the people got it because it's a lot of way to communicate but you always got to be thinking the best way uh, communicate with the people there you know like i say every person is just different and they can take different ways so you this is why i say it's really important to you know to listen to people to understand how they are or what the things they like it so you have better approach to that person the way you got to talk to them you know they able yeah. to absorb what you want to, the the listen or then then to learn. Mm. And you know, Omar, one of my takeaways from from what you shared with us in this podcast is you talk about the importance of communication skills, but you always preface the word communication with listen. And sometimes I think with communication, we may feel that that's the way that we express our thoughts, our views, and our influence. But you always lead the conversation with the word listening before you reference communicating from our from ourselves. And I think that's a big, powerful takeaway that, that I'm getting from you. And I think uh, some of our other listeners will too, is the power of listening. That's exactly right, because without you listen, I mean, there's some people, they, you know, they they feel like influencers, but in reality, they don't listen what the people is looking. I mean, like I said, everybody's different, and some people understand differently. It's, way it's really important you listen to them. It's what's be able to, you get across that message you want to give it, or they misunderstand what you're trying to communicate, mm-hmm. you know? And, you know, by listening, you will see how they work and how they apply those, that knowledge. You means you, you give the right message to them by just listening to that person. Exactly. The, he understand what you're trying to explain to them. 
Yeah. And uh, our last up-level question for you today, Omar, what is your next personal up-level? I know you are someone who is always striving, always learning, always looking for that next thing. What's the area of life that you are looking to take to the next level right now? Um, my next level is, this, um, you know, maybe like I'd really like to uh, give this message to more people, you know, transmit it. So by, if I want to do that, I got to develop better people here. So live, keep me free out of, of here so I can transmit it more, this energy and make more people successful. Like in the dairy farms, because I love the dairy business and uh, I feel like it's just a lot of the help in there. Understand the dairy farmers how to de help develop these guys and go to help tremendous tremendously in, in their business. Yeah. And that's one of the next levels I, you know, wanted to be, you know, go and, and go to this dairy farm and make them successful and say them, you know, Omar, they really works well. You mm -hmm. know, I've been doing it already in a few farms and they they is working good. But like I said, you know, it's a lot it's a lot of work to do there. But that's I think it's the the next level I wanted to be, you know, being in uh, different places and make them successful for what replicate what we do in here. Yeah. And that goes right back to what you said earlier about what success means to you. And that is seeing other people be successful and not just at the dairy that you are an owner in, but way beyond that. It's that ripple effect of leadership, of that positivity, that energy, and transmitting it across across cultures too. And for that, Omar, we are so grateful for the time that you've taken out of your busy schedule to share with us the way that you identify and empower people to be leaders at Drake Dairy. But I think there's some excitement for the ways that you could have some big ripple effects in our industry, in our dairy community, by taking what you're doing and the desire you have to keep sharing it. So this isn't the last time we're going to hear from you Omar in the dairy world about the way that you identify and empower people, is it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, there's more to come from Omar. And uh, Omar, if any of our listeners out there are interested in knowing more about your worker program or some of your leadership development, um, can we include your info in our show notes so that they may reach out to you? Sure, that'll be great. That'll be great. Yep. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on the Up Level Dairy Podcast. Omar, you are a living example of the up level of your story of going from being a milker at Drake Dairy to now an owner, a partner in this business, and you're not done yet with the impacts that you'll have on our dairy community and most importantly, on the people in it. And so with that, we thank you so much for joining us. And this episode is sponsored by Uplevel Dairy Podcast, founding partner Adiseo, a global leader in nutritional solutions and premier provider of rumen-protected methionine. For dairy producers who want to optimize milk production, capture more value from components, and maintain the health of their high-performing herds. 
And feed is the greatest expense on any dairy operation. And wouldn't you want to know how an adjustment to the ration affects your bottom line? Adiseo empowers producers and nutritionists to make informed ration balancing decisions with MilkPay.com. Customizable to your dairy's own data, this profitability calculator puts the power of real-time milk market information in the palm of your hand. Find out how much your latest ration change is really costing you with the free MilkPay app available on iOS and through MilkPay.com.